Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 welcome to episode 15 of Is This Enough the really brilliant game show that is brilliant and excellent it's the excellent comedy game show where we've made up questions for each other and neither of us know what the other has in store. We hope you'll play along with the rounds whilst you listen and please follow Is This Enough Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. Please also leave us a like and a five-star review on your chosen podcast app. But for now, please enjoy episode 15 of Is This Enough? Is This Enough? With James O'Donoghue and David Hall. Are the comic books behind you yours or your father's? They're all my father's. I am in my father's house that has many rooms. <laughs> the synagogue. <laughs> yes. Do, do Jewish people refer to God as their father? Um, Occasionally, like, the father. It might be the father, but uh, it depends. Because um, we don't have like the very strict the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Because we don't have the Son, we have yeah. like the idea of God. You got the Holy Ghost? Like... Have you got that? Do you get the Do you get the sequel? Ah, uh, we we don't really get the Holy Ghost. We get okay. um, the we have the we no. To be fair, we got the Angel of Death. Oh sure, you said we don't get the Holy Ghost in the same way that your parents say we don't get T-Mobile signal out in the countryside. Well, we don't really get the Holy Ghost right here. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh we get texts from the Holy Ghost going, Hi, looks like you're entitled to a free upgrade. And we've gone like, We've been entitled for that for 2,000 years. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, did you steal your dad's comic books when you were younger to learn about comics in the same way that I stole my dad's music to learn about music? Is this what's happened? I stole my dad's comic books to learn about music. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, no. Just I, the shuffling uh, of pages, like... <laughs> I was like, I think I'm into hip-hop. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this episode 15 of Is This Enough? Comic Game Show! It's the really brilliant game show that's brilliant and excellent. 15 is the first point scored in tennis because they used to use a clock to keep score. Did you know that, James? No, that sounds dumb. Why fucking using a clock? What, hold on. 60s love? Shut up. Yeah, because they didn't have um, scoreboards when they were playing it, so they just used two clocks and that's how they kept score. Um, Why not five then? If you didn't know that, and you'll probably be quite good at this quiz, because unlike other quizzes, they require knowledge. This doesn't require that. Um, Yay! Is this enough as the exciting comedy quiz where we've made up three exciting rounds for each other, and neither of us know what the other has prepared? With me as ever is comedian, actor, painter, and charity organiser James O'Donoghue. James is the head of a charity called Eczema for X-Men, which looks at giving unruly mutants an itchy start to the day. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) James how are you getting on with last week's prize a gorgeous loaf of bread I ate the bread I realised looking into the webcam looks like I ate the bread (laughs) Um, what is your favourite type of bread I like a tiger loaf oh Uh, it's fucking sick mate it's crust. It's crusty. I've come in from it's... doing the kick flips, and then I eat my tiger bread. 
Yeah. Whee! <laughs> uh, last week I lost and I received a crushing sense of dread, which paid off with many documentaries on the telly. The less said about that, the better. Keep it light. We-, <laughs> uh, we hope you'll be playing along at home and let us know your scores. Uh, please follow us uh, at Is This Enough Pod on the social media. If you don't have to pay for it, we're via a paywall. Life is strange. Let's find out if this is enough. James, are you ready? I need to know whether this is enough or not. So let us proceed so we may find out whether this is enough. Oh, no. Uh, Do you want to know what this week's prizes are? (laughs) Yes! James, if you win this week's exciting episode 15 of Is This Enough, you will win a pint of best. (laughs) Yes! James, if you lose this week's exciting episode 15 of Is This Enough, you will win a pint of worst. So... Oh. Are you ready for round one? I'm ready for round Let's... three, but I'll get to the first Oh two. no, you just really want to know how I am. Oh, recording in the morning is an interesting way of doing this podcast, isn't it? Rook morning. No. No. We're morning. I know the rules of improv are never say no, it's yes and, but but no. No, saying no is fucking sick. Saying no is great. I love saying no. Kick flips and saying no. I had a clown teacher at Central... Uh, I got in trouble so many times for saying no. It's like, yeah, but no is so fucking funny. Blocking an idea, that's fucked. That's great. Well, I meant to be, oh, look, I'm saying yes to this idea. I'd rather say no. Fuck up your day. I really want to every time you start mentioning your drama school, especially if you've got clowns just underneath and really quietly just put... Let's go. Round one. James, round one is called Henrol Knowledge. <laughs> this is for a hundred points. A question. James, true or false? These are surprising facts about chickens, according to Peter's website. <laughs> Who's Peter? Oh, Peter's in. Who's Peter? <laughs> My mate, Peter's got Peter website. website. <laughs> There's a blog about chickens, don't you know? I played chickens for the National Theatre. <laughs> don't you know? Chickens. <laughs> or chickens, as he was known to his friends, Charles Dickens, to everyone else. <laughs> James, how do you feel about chickens? Uh, the wonderful thing about chickens is that chickens are wonderful things. <laughs> I like them. They're cool. Even though uh, my grandma used to keep uh, uh, ex-battery hens and they were fucked up and would attack you every time you left the garden. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like how if somebody records a podcast too late, they get a bit loopy, whereas we record it early in the morning and we're loopy now. This is great. Question number one, true or false? Hens defend their young from predators. So next time someone calls you a chicken as an insult, you know what to tell them. They're a predator. (laughs) Is that from Peter's website? Yes. Certainly is. It sounds sounds like the kind of thing O'Toole would say. (laughs) James, I'm buying in now, and I'm going to think instead of Peter is in the campaign for. Protection Not of the goods. Killing, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to imagine it's Peter O'Toole. So that's that's the buy-in. That's good. I've I'm, corrupted the minds already. I'm saying yes and Peter O'Toole. <laughs> James, question number two. True or false? Chickens have been known to fly faster than snails. No, 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 dear heart. That is clearly Olivier. I'd know that anywhere. Scoundrel. Look how you've made a meta alternative for this round yourself that I haven't come up with. Like, I'm like, true or false, is this from Peter's website? You're like, is it O'Toole or or Olivier? (laughs) 
Uh, correct. That is another 100 points to you, James O'Donoghue. Question number three, James. Chickens prefer eating the entire yoghurt section and then the compote when consuming a Muller corner. True or false? Yes. You see, when I was working with O'Toole in our production of uh, King Henry the Ninth, awful production. The script hadn't been written yet. We were there going, Bill, where the fuck is it? <laughs> and uh, he said, there's not been a Henry the Ninth yet. I said, you, excuses, dear heart. The show must go on, ducky. Um, and uh, while we were in the rehearsal studio, O'Toole was doing some marvellous physical work based on, on chickens. And I, I saw the way he ate a yoghurt. Terribly sick all day after seeing that. Disgusting, but truthful. So I'm going to say yes, of course. That is from Peter's website. I'm sorry, James. It's not at all... I, I've no idea what you mean. I'll, I would give me the points anyway if I were you. Of course you would, you prick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> question number four. True or false? This is the worst interview I've ever had with Michael Parkinson. <laughs> of course you would, you prick. Uh, Thank you. Question number four. Chickens prefer Metal Gear Solid 3 to the other titles in the Hideo Kojima video game franchise. Ah, uh, no, fuck off. Chickens defo like, um, they, they definitely like Death Stranding because they love being free range. <laughs> Just having a big old walk. Why did, why did the chicken cross the road? No, why did the chicken build the road from, from Port Knox City up to, uh, up to Central Knox City? That's the question. I think this is the nichest one we've done so far. And that's really saying something. Welcome that's... to Is This a Niche? Uh, I'm sorry, James. <laughs> Peter did uh, exactly talk about how much they love Metal Gear Solid, so you don't get the points there. Uh, and your final question, question number five. Chickens are the closest living relative to the T-Rex, though perhaps not quite as scary. Yes, again, I remember in the rehearsal room in the National, um, when O'Toole was doing his physical work, he would stomp around Going na 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 really marvellous warm up exercise we had there from from the wonderful team there at the national. I would say that is absolutely true, of course, and if it's false, I've half a mind. To kill you. Well, O'Donoghue, that was correct. And not just because I don't want to die, but because you were correct already. Oh, someone doesn't want to die. Wow. Show up about your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be a bleak <laughs> middle section of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Much like all middle sections, such as middle sex. Where they set Bleak House, I guess, potentially. I've no idea. I think so. I think it's in London, so that's Middlesex. Bleak House location. I'm Googling it. Luton Who? Yes. <laughs> the Council House spin off to the BBC sci fi franchise. Um, anyway, so at the end of that round, uh, Mr. O'Donoghue, or whatever, Mooks. Are you a Mooks? I don't know what I am. I'll go with Mooks, why not? That's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with you not knowing what you are, because I respect and love you. Um, you got hey. 300 points, you bastard. Over to you, James. Round two. This next round, round two, is... Tell me where the trigger is, <laughs> and you have my permission to die. The trigger. Um, it's um, where's Only Fools and Horses set? Yes, you get the points anyway. <laughs> Only Fools and Horses location. Is it Peckham? Yeah, it is Peckham. I thought it was Peckham. Yeah. So Peter O'Toole said, "Na na na na, na 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 na." So David, this next round is called Fancast or Buckvast. 
An element of modern fan culture is having your ideal actor play a part you're emotionally invested in. Being an actor myself, I can't relate to this because I think I should play everything. Mm -hmm. So here is a list of every recurring fan cast that sets the internet ablaze. But hidden amongst them is an unspecified amount that I've made up. So Some so outlandish that you'll need to be drunk on Buckvast to believe it. Mm. Let's see what the people want. And what's me being an old curmudgeon, sat in my old rickety townhouse until I'm visited one evening by the spirits of fan groups past? <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, could it be? Stargate, Exclusive 1. The weird creeps that campaigned for the Snyder Cut and sent threatening messages to the comms team at Warner Brothers in DC. Ooh. My God! All of this culminates in me waking up in cold sweats, opening my window and shouting at a man with thinning hair and a long leather duster jacket. You boy, what's today? <laughs> today? It's the first day of Comic Con. Fetch me an unsigned copy of a script for the stage play of Doctor Who and the Seven Keys to Doomsday. No, you made mean comments about my hair. I cannot help my genetics, but I live safe in the knowledge that my partner loves my hair. And I like my jacket. I'm doing nothing to, to offend you. In fact, I actually work as a campaigner for fair and equal play for women and queer people in the arts. You judged me, you shallow, shallow fool. I'm sorry. Forgive me. No. So, David, which of these fan casts is real and which is fake? All of these are worth six hundred uh, sixteen sixty six points because Lovely. it sets the internet ablaze, and that was the year of the great fire of London. Oh, mm. it was great, much better than the rubbish fire of London. <laughs> oh, blimey! Um, James, have you ever drunk Buckfast? I have drunk Buckfast. Do you also think it tastes like Petty Falou? It tastes like if Petty Falou was left out. Uh, in a volcano. <laughs> it's, it's rank. It's rank. My hot take is it's bad. I enjoy it a little bit, although I would never drink it anymore. But my friend Johnny invented a game after drinking. We bought it to share, and then Johnny drank three quarters of the bottle himself and invented oh, a game Johnny. at a Halloween party called Smashing Pumpkins, in which he used other people's fists to punch pump pumpkins. <laughs> That's great. That's the correct usage of it. Mm. Then banned from that house for life. So let's do the quiz. Quite right, Johnny, you mad, mad little man. Mm. So let's do the quiz. Question one. The entire cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as the Fantastic Four. Is that a real fan cast or is that nonsense? That, surely. Although there's five yeah. of them now, right? But I'm sure there is five of them. Uh, one of them is just a bear. Cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely yes, yes. That's got to be it, right? That is true. Absolutely, you get sixty, sixty-six points. Hooray! Uh, the next one, that bland twat from the American Office, is I, uh, I don't know anyone. <laughs> Do you mean Jim Helper? I uh, all of them. They got faces like slabs of ham. I have not seen one episode of the American Office, but it looks fucking unbearable. I tried watching the first series of the American Office, and the first episode is literally a shot-for-shot remake of the English Office, and it's really it's like Uncanny Valley. And then I tried watching the rest of the season, I didn't really get on with it. And then I went and watched series two. It's a bit like Parks and Rec, where it really significantly picks up because they decide to be sillier rather than cringier. And you can just fast forward through the um, the cringe sections. And it's it's a fine comedy. There's some good jokes in it. It's not setting the world afire for me, personally. But I just... It, oh, we're all having fun. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. The thing is, is like, you and I have never worked in an office. And therefore, we don't know the drudgery of that. I and did work in an office for a bit. And oh. I hated it. And, uh, and now we'll never, ever work in an office. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry for assuming that you never worked in an office. Did you just assume my CV? <laughs> I did. I did. Also, I think, like, find, being 
treating somebody who's being annoying uh, by winding them up seems to them like a funny little thing. But if you watch it in the cold light of 2023, you're like, some of this is just bullying. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, I'm going to go with yes, yes. Yes, that is true. Again, 1666 points for you. Uh, Donald Glover as Spider-Man. That's the whole reason that um, Miles Morales exists, right? I also, uh, have I told you my hot take about Miles Morales? Yeah, go on. I just think it's the laziest piece of naming ever. Instead of mild-mannered. Well, just like, okay, so Spider-Man is about morals. What should we call the character? Miles Morals. Yeah. Bit on the nose, that. I'll just give it a little inflection. Yeah. There was also... Money, please! (laughs) Peter Parker, what does he do? He parks crime. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Bruce Wayne, what does he do? (laughs) He's valet good at climbing uh, walls. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne, he wanes the... Scum in Gotham. Yeah. Clark Kent, he punches people all the way to Kent. It says, come on. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Yes, it is. Yes, that is what Donald, yes, Donald Glover is. That is true. Yes. Uh, Daniel Craig is Batman. Is that (sighs) what the people want? I'm sure all of these are true because at least somebody has said, said this basically, right? I refused to watch uh, Knives Out for a long time because of how much I despised Daniel Craig as James Bond and also that The Last Jedi was one of the worst things I'd ever seen and it turned out that two wrongs make a right. And I really liked Knives Out. Mm. Uh, Yes, Daniel Craig Batman. I'm I'm afraid not, David. Daniel Craig's not being cast as Batman in any fan cast because everyone knows that he wouldn't touch that shit with a 10-foot barge pole. I have never seen an actor more annoyed to be a Hollywood A-lister. He looks annoyed <laughs> to be anywhere out of the Olivier stage at the National Theatre. That is a that is a theatre actor cursed forever to be one of the most famous and richest men in the world. Yeah, he does have a bit of Alec Guinness in everything past he the first Star Wars film. Absolutely does. <laughs> and finally, yes. Richard Iowadi as the Doctor in Doctor Who. Uh, yeah? Yeah, that is true. Although we now know after this week that Iowadi would never play that role as it's now canon that Time Lords can change gender. And Iowadi has made his feelings about that very well known by writing some endorsements for Graham Linehan's new autobiography. Ah! What a... <laughs> Keep it light. Keep it light. And... <laughs> At the end of that round, David, you are running away with the scores with 6,664 points. Uh, But you also got a bonus 20 points, so you have 6,684 points. Yeah. Um, Yeah. David? Yeah. Over to you. Oh, wow. Round three. Uh, James O'Donoghue. Round... Three is called You've Been Climbing Framed. I will show you a clip of me pushing children off a climbing frame and you have to tell me on a scale of one to ten how funny it is. Yes, yes. Uh, This is content. (laughs) Only joking. Uh, James, how are you? Ah, David, 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 I am good. I, uh, uh... (laughs) How am I? It's been a weird week. It's been a week, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm all right. I can't complain. I had... uh, What I can complain about, though, is the fact that no one seems to know how to fucking do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't mean, like, in terms of, I ordered a latte, you gave me a cappuccino, I'm going to kill myself. What I mean, in terms of uh, just... Audiences don't know how to audience and uh, commuters don't know how to commute. Uh, and uh, earlier this week, I went to the theatre <gasps> to see a play. Uh, went to see 222, a ghost story with Danny Robbins writing it, going, spooky shit is about. <laughs> and uh, who was in it? Who's in that? Oh, 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I just I really remembered some of the Ah's turn in uh, <laughs> Henry V. Ah, sorry, I just remembered one of the scary bits of the play. It was a good cast. They all did very well. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, I can't remember who's in it. It's the regional touring cast, not the ones in the West End at the moment. Uh, but it was good. Um, other than the fact that I was in the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury, a lovely theatre, uh, with an audience that had no fucking clue how to sit and watch a play. Mm-hmm. There was a woman who was complaining about someone sitting in front of her. It's a theatre. People will sit in front of you. And there was another person who was just on their phone, just on their phone, having a text, having a phone call, having a whatever. The poor fucking ushers were running about trying to put out about seven fires and just people going, why have you sat there? Now I can't see that little corner of the stage. Why are you not there? I'm going to need to. And then everyone else going, shut the fuck up. Mm. And like this old Cockney geezer sat right next to me who is like this geezer this 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 brand of geezer that seems to have died out which is uh, I sound like a menacing gangster but I love the arts well, yeah and I, I that is a brand of person that I think needs to come back Can uh, you end into that person I'd love to at the end he stood up and yelled bravo bravo and it's like <laughs> it's, a, it's a good play it's not like Bravo. Like, I've seen... There are a few types of people that say bravo with all sincerity. And I think we should defend those people. But I'm not entirely sure. I know. No, good on him. Uh, But, yeah. And then then earlier this week... It's been London Fashion Week in London. And I'm having to commute in the middle of London Fashion Week. um, Which means I'm hearing a lot of... uh, the most irritating twats mm. in the world having the most irritating conversations. Where you had to fashion some earplugs to not listen to them. A come on now. I'm bowing. Um, I'm bowing because that was such a good joke. Because it's like when I tend to get the tube, it's the end of a long day, either after a gig or coming back from work, and and it's like everyone has an agreement that shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Mm. For some people, they have not read that agreement. No. And they're just having the loudest conversation about (laughs) Sandra. Have you seen Sandra? Yes. (laughs) Good. Right next to my ear hole. And Mm. I had to change trains. And it's the weird part of the tube where tube normally in London every two minutes, every two minutes. Got off going, oh, I'll be in two minutes. It was 20 minutes to the next train. Boo. Boo. Which I know, actually, outside of London, that's that's really good. Mm-hmm. But but you, I'm offended. I like um, anybody that's lived in London for more than a month is suddenly like, if something isn't immediate, then why do they hate me? And then, uh, and then I did see it, one man wearing a very long trench coat, buttoned up, and I thought, is this one fashion student or is this three small fashion students standing on their shoulders? And I was going to tell him that, but he looked at me as if to say, yeah. And I was like, oh, your humorless vibes have put me off. Uh, I haven't had that encounter in a while where you just meet somebody entirely humorless, especially when you like say a joke to them and they just take it at face value and they're like, no. No, I'm not three people stood on their shoulders. Especially, there's an alarming amount of those people that do stand up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not one to like, yeah, I'm going to really smash the backstage chat. No, No. you know, a little little jokey joke here and there, put people at ease. No, what? Yeah, checking in with people and then people are like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh dear! Wow. Uh, so Mercy you've been doing me. okay, but dealing with n- doing okay, nuisances. but dealing with no one knows how to do the things mm. anymore. Mm. And then I got the train last night from London to where my parents live, and these four insane, rich, middle-aged people sat right in front of me, 
having the loudest conversation I've ever heard. What was it about? About olives, mainly. <laughs> they had some olives. They were eating olives, all with their mouths open, by the way. Mm. And go, mm, oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't think I've ever had an olive quite like this one before. <laughs> well, I think I had one like that last week. What do you think, Marjorie? I think you're looking increasingly like your mother. Mm, my mother loved olives. And then they got off the train, and then an Australian woman came on uh, having a conversation on the phone. But her side of the conversation was just going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds like you've encountered NPCs, like non-playable characters who have been programmed just to be like the posh people. It's like, what do posh people do? They eat olives. Okay, that sounds like a made-up person. And then the phone call where it's like, well, somebody's on the phone, what are they saying? Yeah. 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 I just, just someone give me a side quest (laughs) or shut up. Your side quest is to visit your parents' house in undisclosed racist location and um, yes, <laughs> and, and not think about them after, for a while. And to look after their undisclosed racist dog. <laughs> racist against cats. And the cast of cats. Yeah, oh, fuck that musical. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can hate cats. The musical either like nauseatingly shit or gut wrenchingly terrifying. The yeah. the way they move is fucking terrifying. The way they talk is terrifying. Have you seen it live? Fuck no. I heard they go into the the fucking like aisles and mess around with you and oh I, I remember like being told the cats was amazing in the 90s and I saw the like cast recording of it and the bit where they all stand together and they do like the how the cats came to be and they all talk in a monotone voice and they all talk at the same speed in a weird whisper and it's all very creepy and then they all turn their head at the same time and I um had nightmares uh, until this very day oh. So I I understand that Andrew Lloyd Webber is on a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Allegedly. The culture around Andrew Lloyd Webber and the audiences that go and see Andrew Lloyd Webber's work. Yes. There's not enough cocaine in the world to justify that man's career. I think you underestimate how much cocaine there is and also the sort of humorless people that are going to said things that don't need you know there's there's a there's like this weird thing of like cocaine fuels musical the kind of people that will see that musical five times have never touched a drug in their life i know and this is the way they experience that sort of high is it's like is that is that it's secondhand high it's secondhand high where it's like this is all allegedly by the way we have no idea whether uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber has ever taken cocaine, but um, yeah, you're that that you know it's in the same way that like uh, reggae <laughs> or like you know dub musicians have like allegedly smoked some weed and they've slowed it down and they've made it all kind yeah. of like kind of fluid and, and interesting, and that's like, kind of like th- th- that's their expression of being high. And Andrew Lloyd, I've never thought about this before, but this is me thinking out loud. But that is like you know that kind of like ah. Ah, ah, sort of like level of cocaine high. That makes sense. This is a good theory. We should write this down. <laughs> That's because I saw a big musical this week, and I'm not a musical person. I'm very cynical about it. Yeah, but it was like, what was nice was that there was some kind of younger theatre goers who really were having a great time, and mm. it's like all my cynical thoughts about like annoying theatre kids aside, mm. it's nice people having a great time. Yeah. Some people were freaking out like it was like the Beatles were playing. Yeah, people and love and it's like this it. is this is a matinee. <laughs> They're going to do this again later on today, mm. right? Yeah. Um, I think you can't necessarily. Obviously, you just can't pick how other people are going to enjoy things. No, and... at the end of the day, like I, there's I've got a list of things that is like I don't think people should enjoy this, but it's quite small. And even if something isn't to my taste, if you're enjoying it, that's fantastic. Yeah. How the old level are you now, that some James? people 
I am 29. Yeah, okay. You're going to be shedding some serious layers of that. I've got to the stage now where I'm just like, oh, fine. Go and enjoy the thing you enjoy because you're not hurting anybody whilst doing it. I find what you're watching insanely annoying and mildly offensive, but that's just me. But I've not lived your life and I don't know the ways in which you experience these sort of things. Because I think we've both probably had the experience of being quite commotionally teenagers. We're like, why are you listening to this? Why are you watching that? Oh, still and to then this you day, like, yes. I, I had like a, uh, a revelation a few years ago. It's like, oh, most culture is fine. I remember most saying things are fine. To... And when they break the mould of being fine, that's great. Either way, whether it's really bad and you're like, this is great. Or it's really good and you're like oh wonderful there's a really good thing out there mm. and most things are fine and you can enjoy fine and you can enjoy bad there's like a list of like five things right i would still be like no that's fucked but it's yeah. not really your fault that it's fucked and you're enjoying it it's other people's fault uh but and like yeah and it's like whereas like five years ago i'd see someone freaking out about like they're seeing cats and they're going, oh my God, the cats. Mm. And I'd be like, Ugh, yeah. what? Now I see someone really enjoying something like cats. It's like, that's great. I yeah. wish I enjoyed that as yeah. much. Especially the, the shitter the world gets, the more you're like, oh, you found a way to enjoy yourself. Congratulations. Yeah. I, uh, and this is the, I remember this saying is to my thing. girlfriend, I was like, I reckon that you don't like, we, we, we wouldn't like the majority of films that exist in the world. And she was like, that's a very pessimistic view. And I was like, do you know how many films there are? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not for us and that's fine. But it's... And this is the other thing. It's not saying, like, all the films are bad and the sky is grey. <laughs> all the films are... All the, all films. the films are bad. What was the no, musical you saw, like... by the way? Uh, oh, please cut this because I'll lose credibility with the leftists. Uh, saw Hamilton. Uh, I'm not cutting that. I'm making this the clip. Um, <laughs> it's very odd because it's weird. because You'd... it's all sung, and I had to turn yeah. it off. I went and saw I saw the Disney recording, and I had to turn it off because I can't. I can't. I can't. It's I can't. It's kind of yeah. It's kind and of also there's a point. I've heard some stuff in it where I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I like what it was doing. And then it just goes like, but isn't this badass? And you're like, no, no. Here's the thing. The bits where it's trying to be cool. It's cringy as. Yeah. The bits where it's like, here's a musical. He's like, oh, this is a, this is quite a well-made musical. Yeah. I'm not a musical guy. Mm. It's a very well-made musical. And it's like. There are points in it where it does that kind of thing that only musicals do where the song builds in a certain way and it's like, this is there to be emotionally affecting. It's emotionally affecting. This is great. But the stuff where it's like, this is cool. It's like, you this... You this... Oh. But some, some people are having a lovely time. I enjoyed it. You know, I'm not going to go out and see oh, it again. People love it and I'm fine with them loving it, but I cannot handle another person being like, what do you mean you didn't like it? What do you mean you didn't like the thing I like? And I'm like, oh, there's oh, so... fucking hell. Because it's like, that's all that attitude is and that's why you're scared and that's why you wanted me to bleep it out. It's because you can't say that you don't like it because then people will just get very angry at you. But it's just, it's a bit of an annoying musical if you don't like it. And that's fine. Yeah. I went to it's go also... see Auntie Donna last night. Spoilers for my thing. And the amount of people I've said, I'm going to go see Auntie Donna. And they were like, oh, poor you. And I'm like, well, part of the reason I enjoy it is because you hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, and it's that like, thing it, of like... It's not, like... I Because it, it's also, it's also like, we've you surely both had the thing of like, friend is round. We go, oh, let me show you this thing. Yeah. And you sit, what, you're like, you enjoying it? No, and they're not. I went, then I went to see this with a friend of mine who is a musical theatre actor and but it's also quite cynical in their own way mm. and it was like well I'm not going to just be a cynical little shit I'm just going to relax myself the stuff that's cringe is cringe mm. but it's also like I don't want to be the drain on this person's nice time no so and it, it sounds like yeah. you found some ways to enjoy some of it but yeah and it's I like, just can't handle the 
you must enjoy Hamilton thing when I look at it and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Some of this is really a struggle (laughs) for me and my personal tastes. I also listen to, like, Swedish technical death metal regularly and I know not everybody likes that and that's fine. It's for me. It's not for you. (laughs) What's great? Hamilton is for you. It's not for me. (laughs) But... Uh, it's not necessarily for me. I don't think it is for me. It's not something I'm going to see again. But it's also what's great being an artist, being in the arts, is particularly the art form that we work in. It's fucking great to see in 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 real time someone realizing that you're not for them. Yes, yes, I love that shit. Yes, and I am fine with that. It can always be a all. It can always be a bit. Weird. And also, here's the big underlying thing where people get angry at you and I for not liking these things is like, we are not winning this argument. Hamilton is winning this argument. The musical, yeah. that is, not the guy, he's dead. Uh, he's dead. Uh but like And I can tell you how he died in the <laughs> medium. Um Yeah. And I, in my head right now, I'm a, I, I want to list all the reasons why I find Hamilton annoying. But I'm not going to do that because I don't want to damage people's... Um, yeah, like, like there, there are a few fun. things. If you enjoy Hamilton, there are a few things congratulations, where it's like, well done. That you found something to enjoy. Good. Yeah. There's, like, there's some fandoms where I'll, I'm like, nah, this is shit and wrong. <laughs> Shut up. But even still, it's like, it's not your... It's not anyone's fault. It's like... <laughs> Part yeah, of the reason I weird... think this as well is at the moment I'm really bored of all the music I've listened to and I'm trying to find new music and I'm struggling. So if you've managed to find stuff that you're really enjoying, more power to you. That is actually a bit of a skill sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like what enjoy whatever you enjoy because it's fine. Mm. The end of the day, as long as what you're enjoying isn't a spot of murder or... Keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it light. As long as what you, as long as what you're enjoying is not horrible to other people, then enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Be cringe. Everyone likes cringe. Everyone enjoys a cringy thing. I enjoy so many cheesy things, except cheese. Uh, James. I'm glad that that's how you are. I'm sorry that your life is going in weird ways, but because you didn't like Hamilton, I'm subtracting 13 points from your score. Oh, so, no! Um, that's for the leftists. Uh. Oh. <laughs> forgive me, Nish. After you forgive David for this whole For thing. being a bit weird. <laughs> uh, James, it's over to you. Is this enough? trained actor round four how diggity dishes david Mm -hmm. this next round is called no but you you should see hamilton (laughs) what do you mean you don't like it no david this next round is called how dare you (laughs) david how are you by the way, this is the longest one so far, and not because of the longest rounds, but just because we've talked about how to like and dislike we've, things, and that's fine. Really have. We've, we've tried to do our best to cut rounds to make it tight and to make editing easier. Mm-hmm. Just fine. Uh, I think that what we were talking about there is fine, and I think that, you know, it has been a very difficult week to be in this industry, and the way I will say is... I personally am having a pretty good time and my personal life is pretty good, but the general world at the moment is feeling horrific. And so I am wavering between being like very happy and extremely depressed. And (laughs) I think that's fine. 
Um, because, uh, yeah, I won't get into it. We are, this is the first time we're recording after uh, the Dispatches interview, uh, documentary uh, came out. Uh, James and yes, I... Yes, we had to find a completely different guest for this episode. <laughs> Please, no. Uh, we uh, want to say we uh, believe women create environments in which women uh, feel safe and are safe. And yes. we can't add anything else to the conversation because we are who we are. Anyway, yes. uh, other than that... Fuck um, Russell Brand. That's yes, and the others. Fuck, and, um, fuck Russell Brand and the causes of Russell Brand. Yeah. Uh, but I am having a pretty good week uh, myself. I am about to go on holiday uh, because oh. post uh, Edinburgh, I was like, cool, I had a week off. I can get back to work and I've been doing work and I am knackered. Yeah. <laughs> knackered. So where, where are you going? I will be in uh, Cornwall. I don't know if you've heard of it. A wall of corn. A wall of corn. I think there is a corn. No meat there. I think there is actually a, a corn maze near where I'm staying. I've, th- I've been to that corn maze in Cornwall. Mm. And I'm still there. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> Wi-Fi from the middle of the corn maze. <laughs> Amazing they've managed to put on a production of Hamilton in the corn maze. <laughs> no one has access to the scripts or... or or songs. It's <laughs> That's why he didn't all... like it. <laughs> it's what we've all assumed it is. <laughs> I can't believe I'm in Hamilton. Oh my God, I'm in Hamilton. Yeah. Is this it? On on the way back from holiday, we're picking up our new dog, and we're by this time we record the next podcast, I will have a dog, and that's so exciting. <laughs> and. Um, that's really nice. Um, and I've done some really exciting gigs. I did one of the best, well, maybe not even the best, just my favourite gigs of my life with, um, uh, I'm going to call friend of the show, Andrew O'Neill. Would you call them friend of the show? Yes. Lovely Andrew O'Neill. Andrew O'Neill, so cool. Nate Kitch and Jamie. Uh, oh, I've forgotten. That. Jamie Malarkey or whatever they're called. Uh, God, they're wonderful. Um, was this their gig in um, Oxford, where Oxford. they got a house band, and um, basically um, Jamie Michaela? Sorry, God, I'm so good at remembering things. Um, they've got a house band, and so they do songs and stuff at the beginning. They do a bit of stand up themselves, and then they bring on guests, and they kind of remain on stage, and they can add stuff in. And I've seen it where they like bring. I saw a video of Charlie Bowers doing it where they were like playing along to um, the vibe of what Charlie was talking about and it looked amazing. And I was like, I don't think they can do that for me because I've got songs and I don't want to contradict them. So I sent them the chords to one of my songs, but all the rest of the set, I basically was just showing them the riff and then starting. And I basically got to do my song, Claire's Accessories, which is a heavy metal song with Andrew O'Neill on guitar with a band making it a metal song. Yes. Uh, and uh, there's a clip of me and it ends and I was like, well, that was the best moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I used to dress all in black and wear spikes and chains and people would look at me and go, wow, <laughs> you look so evil. <laughs> Where'd you get your clothes from? Um, so there's a song about that. so rad and it was just what I needed to like lift my spirits it was just I just I love playing with bands I've been in bands before and it was just it was rad it was so great 
and um, so that was really good. And Chopped Comedy's coming back, and uh, I've been just offered some nice gigs and been doing some nice things. And so, yeah, as I say, the world at large makes me want to curl up into a ball and be like, oh God. And but yeah, uh, luckily my life is going all right. Which sounds like a weird sort of brag, and maybe that I should get over myself, but you know, I've got therapy after this, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna check what time I said therapy was so that we don't contravene. Um, Do you have this audio set up for therapy? Yeah, I play, I, I just play about the podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, I think it's later, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I would charitably say I'm all over the place. Oh, and I saw Auntie Donna last night, and I, um, hey. like, I am the jammiest git in the world. I got to see Auntie Donna uh, through a means of um, uh, connections, which was nice. And then I wandered in, and I, uh, as I walked through the door, I bumped into Mr. Stuart Goldsmith, who I ran a show with, who was friends with Auntie Donna. So he just went, oh, do you want to come in the backstage at the break and say hi? And I was like, I do. I do want to do that. And so I got to do it. And it's just bloody, 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 bloody. Yeah, he's fucking nuts. It's so nice. It was so funny. I sent a photo to my mate and he was like, oh, I'm jealous. And I was like, yeah, man, I got to have some mundane conversations with comedians. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so nice. And Elf Lions, I have to say, Elf Lions uh, opened for um, them and fucking destroyed and it was great Uh, Elf is great and uh, yeah just just a very very nice evening and I'm very very lucky and um, so yeah uh, uh, things are alright for me but the world is fucked so hooray (laughs) privilege 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 that's a spicy meter ball (laughs) Well, David, at the end of that round, I'm going to give you 860 points. Thanks. Why? Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. So you're currently on 7,544 points. Hooray! And you're on 287 points. So there's nothing to play for. (laughs) We'll see how we get on. There's nothing to play for. My God, what a sad little life. Me! David, over to you. Is this enough? We shouldn't get bullied into believing that people can be any sex they want to be. You're the bully, you fuckwit. Fuckwit. Absolute fuckwit. You fucking fuckwit. Sunak's a bully and a fuckwit. Brotherman's a bully and a fuckwit. Morden's an absolute fuckwit. It's your time to go goodbye. James, round five is called Supermarket Beeps. Two, the squeak. Yes! <laughs> Due to me waking up at uh, 10 a.m. and us starting recording at 11 a.m. and I hadn't come up with a round and James had said that's what I thought the round was going to be last week. This week, I'm going to play you a series of beeps and you have to tell me which supermarket the beeps are from. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in, mate. I'm all in. This is for... Yes. Uh, I was going to say 400, but let's say 4,000. Let's keep it interesting. Listen, uh, as a leftist, it's yeah. very difficult for me to affect change in the world. This, this is like the only bit of positive change I've ever been able to do through years of organising, being in unions, going on marches. Yeah. It's working, lads. Also, I really like the fact that somebody's this week's been like, hey, James, do you like Hamilton? And you're like... No. Ugh. James, do you want to hear some supermarket beeps and guess which supermarket it is? And you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and this is why we're friends. James, this is, number this one, is which supermarket is this? This is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. This is why. This is this the is Zoom why. where it happens. <laughs> which supermarket is that, James? Play it again. Is that Asda? 
we announced it right now? Is Asda your final answer? No, Aldi. We're going Aldi. You're going Aldi. Aldi. Aldi, your final answer? Yeah. Correct, James! You got 400 points! Are you fucking joking? <laughs> no, it's what? Aldi. What? Yes. Yes. Uh, that's 4,000 points to you. That makes things slightly more interesting. James? Question number two. James's face is absolutely in hyper focus no, mode. You have to under- right for for listeners. A lot of the time, these rounds, David will have uh, used musical skill and training to make songs, and then I'll have to guess what that is, and I'll never guess him right. <laughs> it says a lot about me being a philistine, but this is where my skills are. <laughs> All right, number two, let's see how skillful you are. Uh, Which supermarket is that? Is that Morrison's? Is that Morrison's? Is Morrison's your final answer? Big Morrison's, mate. A big Morrison's. James, you've talked a big game, and that game has fallen down. That was Tesco. I'm very, very sorry. Oh, God, that was my first instinct. No, you should have gone with your first instinct. Oh. Oh, devastating. Absolutely devo, mate. The hubris. The sheer hubris. Yes, Stanley hubris. Uh, (laughs) James, you have one last chance to redeem yourself. Which supermarket... Are these beeps from? My name is Jamie Oliver and I'm here to say Fucky turkey twizzlers, I'ma take them away I try to be useful but I might be a hindrance If I don't wear clothes, you can taste the difference Which supermarket is that from? Sainsbury's, the musical (laughs) (laughs) On PBH (laughs) (laughs) Uh, correct James that's another 4,000 points for you bringing your sad little life to 8,200 please never bring it to an end oh my god so now there is all to blame for (laughs) James it's over to you round six well David uh, as is tradition uh for this round, we've got uh, someone else presenting it. So please, I can't welcome. believe I never signed off on this tradition. By the way, when uh, we were doing it, I kind of wanted to do a podcast with you, and yeah, I do half a podcast with you, two thirds, and then you fuck off. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Um, the quiz. I'm actually gonna keep in the room for this one because I'm I'm not sure of this next guy. Um, he's, uh, I don't know. Um, so, uh, can please. I just say before you introduce them that James has uh, brought in murderers, convicted yeah. presidents, um, clairvoyants, incredibly yeah. dangerous people, and yet this is the first time that James has stayed in the room for my sake. I just so. don't like him. I don't like him. All right. All right. So just please welcome Jonathan Thrice. <laughs> Hello, come come in. No, don't don't do that. All right, Jonathan Thrice. Hello, I'm Jonathan Thrice. I I come in threes. I come in the air. I come in the trees. I don't come in a pair. I don't come with the bees. I'm Jonathan Thrice, and to meet you is nice. I'm really Hello, glad David. I'm at the other end of a Zoom call and not in a room with you, Jonathan. It's lovely to meet you. <laughs> I'm the man that makes all the deals in supermarkets. <laughs> and I'm a busy boy. My favourite deals are the one in threes. So I'm going to go through a list of deals and you tell me if they're three for two or if I'm lying to you. <laughs> Ha 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 
<laughs> I don't like him. I don't like I'm him. I'm afraid. I'm also really glad that we're like, we'll make up different rounds about different topics and the past out of a possible... <laughs> 12 rounds in the past two weeks three of them have been about supermarkets carry on I'm seeing stars Aldi (laughs) socks (laughs) three for two is that a deal I made (laughs) tell me you (laughs) I'm scared Uh, I'm going to say no because socks come in pairs that's, of course, false. If you were to think that was true, you would be a stupid, stupid boy. <laughs> so, I'm going to reward you with 33 points. <sighs> so, David, yep. this next question is <laughs> self Don't laugh at me. Selfridges, handsome carriage clocks... Three for two, <laughs> or are these as false as my socks? He's barefoot. He's barefoot in the ah oh, fucking hell. Um, is, is he Jonathan? Are you sort of the person that rides the plane barefoot with your feet out? Yes. What I like to do is arrive at a cafe just as it opens and take as many sachets of vinegar as I can, <laughs> and then. When I'm on the plane, that's when I'll use the sachets to vinegar up my feet. Uh, Handsome carriage clocks, David. True? False. But of course. Of course that's not true, David. So you get zero, zero, zero points (laughs) for that round. You stupid boy. Next question. <laughs> Tesco, quince jam. Quince jam in threes. Quince jam from a quince growing on quince trees. You know how some people don't like the word moist? I don't like the word quince. Mm, no. Ah, quince makes me feel the same way that people feel when they hear the word moist. Mm, I love moist. Moist quinces. And, and quinces. Um, two quinces. Mm. Do, 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 do. Uh, true? True. Of course, you stupid bastard <laughs> son of a whore. <laughs> right, Jonathan, it's... Uh, cut that shit out, all right? Next question, please. No. Jonathan, there's still more time to fill. You must understand me. I have asked you my three, and now you must pay my fee. (laughs) I hate this character so much, David. I can only (laughs) apologise and give you you a, a further 100 points just for your troubles. That's Thank you. Really unfortunate. Mm. Um, I Jonathan is now being escorted from the building. Good. Now I'm inviting an exorcist round right now. And would you believe it's Tony Balfont, exorcist to the stars. Hello, oh it's God. me, Tony Balfont. Like this. David, I've done some exorcism in my time, but none as bad as this. But... For 4,000 points, can you tell me which of these celebrities have I escorted a demon out of? Was it Elizabeth Taylor, Liz Tyler, or Alec Guinness, or as he likes to be called, Mr. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Sailor, Obi-Wan Kenobi's penis? <laughs> David, which one did I escort a demon out of? Was it Elizabeth Taylor? That's right, I escorted an Elizabeth Taylor demon out of Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> a boy was in a hassle. I'd have to tell you its name, but according to the NDA I signed, I'm not allowed to tell you. But let's just say I'm glad to see bye-bye to that one. So, bye-bye, David. Or as we say on the other side, Bob Iger, he's coming. Oh, boy, bye-bye. 400 points. 
Oh. Oh, I feel better after that. Um, Demon's been escorted out, and we've got to meet Tony Balfont. What a real boon for the day. What a lovely boon. What a lovely lamb booner. David, at the end of that round, you have 8,410 points. Oh. So it's over to you. James, at the end of this exciting episode 15, I have 8,410 points and you have 8,287 points, which means I pip you to the post by around 200 points, but not quite because I'm really fucking bad at math. But, uh, oh no. Porque. Uh, which means I win a pint of best mm, hey. and you win a pint of worst. Oh, well, I'll drink that now. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for listening. It's bloody Foster's. That's what the worst uh, beer is. I'll tell you what that is. Um, I hope you have enjoyed listening to uh, this podcast today. I'm sure it was coherent and brilliant. Uh... <laughs> it's the tightest one we've done. <laughs> cool, this one, tightest and John just... Um, so, um, I thought I've had a stroke in the middle of that. Um, right, so uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please uh, give it uh, five stars on whichever platform you're listening to it on and, and leave a little lovely review. Uh, and you can follow the podcast at Is This Enough Pod on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch if it hasn't become a paid for model by the time this is released. Um, James, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me online at Is That James O? on uh twitter and instagram and uh you can find me on tiktok at let the games begin and yeah i post when i post you post when you post you can find me on uh facebook instagram tiktok and youtube at david hor lol which stands for at david hor lol 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 and <laughs> 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 lol, lol, lol. Lol, lol, lol. Um, we will be back next time with another exciting quiz but uh, until then it's Bob Iger from me and it's Bob Iger from James and it's Bob Iger from me no he Duncan crept back in Thra- for a third <laughs> get your quinces out of here oh god he's in the airwaves now he lives in the internet David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live, they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney. Also, you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube, starting with mini-episode 4.